Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm super excited, as I always am, because we have another amazing entrepreneur on for you today. Her name is Kat Arapis, and she is calling in from Playa del Carmen in Mexico. She is a master coach and business strategist. Kat, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you on. I'm so excited to be here. So much to talk about. <laughs> I'm like chomping at the awesome. bit. I like I can't wait to get into it. Awesome. I'm I'm really excited as well. We tried to do this uh, a little while back and we had some technical difficulties. So I'm glad we could get those sorted out and have you on. I know uh, you're going to deliver a lot of value for everybody out there. And I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of fun. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Kat, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what it is that you do in your business and the people that you serve. So the people that I serve are typically like online entrepreneurs. So people that call themselves consultants, coaches, practitioners, healers. I've worked with even copywriters, interior designers, uh, home organizers, the whole ball of wax. If you are a client-based business owner and you love leveraging the digital world, that's who I work with. And then what I help you guys do is I help you make 100K on repeat. That's your first 100K or your next 100K, doesn't matter. We're just all about doing it better and faster than we did before. So I help my clients make 100K on repeat by simplifying and mastering what actually creates clients. So I'm all about like no busy work, no BS, like minimizing the overthinking, minimizing the overcomplicated, minimizing the overworking. So we just draw that straight line to the cash clients and consults that we know we're capable of creating. So that's the long story yeah. short of it. <laughs> awesome. I love it. And that's so key in business and something that so many new entrepreneurs especially get caught up on because there are so many shiny objects, so many things mm -hmm. to distract you, so many parts of your business that you could work on. And so few of them actually drive revenue, bring people in the door, get you clients, that sort of thing. And then you talk to an entrepreneur and they say, oh, I'm not making any money. And you ask them what they did. And they're like, for three hours today, I was redesigning my website. And then I posted it on social media. And then I scrolled for an hour and I don't get why I'm not getting clients. Yeah. yeah. Can, can you tell us what you find the best things to do to get and keep clients are like, what are those things that they should be focusing on? Okay. So if I have a free course, it's like literally breaks that down into three parts, really three simple doable steps to do that called never ending clients. So Chris will have that for you guys, but like you guys really want to be thinking about when it comes to like client generating activities, like there is a difference, right? Between like content generating activities versus client generating activities. And you guys really wanna be like ruthless about take any of the tasks that you're doing in your business. Is this a content generating activity or a client generating activity? If you're not sure it's a client generating activity, it's probably a content generating activity, right? For example, like writing a social media post, right? And this is the confusing thing because we're always taught you have to be on social media or you have to be whatever, creating some sort of value, right? To be creating clients, but it's if you actually boil down where clients come from, it does come from value, but 
the, the bread and butter of it comes from relationships. So as long as you're like connecting and, and building genuine, genuine relationships as often as you can, as with as many people as you can, that will create more clients for you than going viral on TikTok, doing a reel every single day. And I'm not saying don't do those things, but I, I think people get a little bit caught up in not thinking of their business as, as an ecosystem and they get into a vacuum mindset, right? It's, it's just Instagram and reels and they get very vacuum minded. Reels is just a small tactic in my greater client generating ecosystem. Great. I love it. So now as we are helping entrepreneurs move away or not even move away, but focus more on the client generating rather than the content generating activities, what are the two or three top client generating activities for them to focus on? Okay. So the first one is like, you have to actually be meeting as many people as you can and letting them know what you do. So in whatever form that looks like, right? So if networking events and like being in person is your jam, I know some people have that energy type where they're just like, they're really extroverted, love to be out, go hard on in real life stuff, guys, go to the meetups, go to the networking events. If that is your jam and you know that you're like, if you can just get a real person in front of you, you're just, you light up, I would be doing that. Right. And then just telling all these people, it's just that opportunity for you to be telling as many people as possible that what you do, right? Because even if they don't become, even if they're not like, oh, I need that. They might have a cousin that talked to them last week about crap. Like my home is an absolute mess. I need a home organizer, right? Or whatever that is, right? So it's important that as many people know what you do as possible because then they become referral machines for you, marketing and selling your work on behalf for you. So that's what I would say is like the first primary one is, and again, it can be online and offline, right? I, and this is something that you're gonna be solving at every level of your business, guys. Even as you're making six figures, multiple six figures, you're always going to be asking yourself like, okay, how can I get in front of more people? There's people that don't know I exist right now that need to know I exist. How can I get in front of them? You're always going to be asking yourself this guys. That's the first one. And then what I also love, one of my philosophies and teaching my clients is like you, if you want to generate massive demand, you have to generate massive value, right? So there is that fine line between what is content generating value versus like client generating value. I think that comes to how you're thinking about it. A lot of people, if they think about it on a very like task focused level, like a checking off the box level versus on a result level, like what's the result that I want to create today? They're like, oh, I have to make a reel. I have to do this. I should be sending an email. I should be doing this instead of being like, okay, there's one person in my audience, at least right now today, who wants this offer. They're ready. They want this result. They want to do it with me and they're ready to start right now. What's one thing that they need to know about this offer today that maybe I haven't said before. That is a totally different mindset and level of thinking when it comes to creating content that creates clients for you. So it's a difference of being on the content generating or the content creation hamster wheel without results to show for it versus like actually creating results from the content you're creating. Right. Yeah. And I, I love that reframe because when you have this idea that, oh, I have to do this, this is what it's supposed to look like. Nobody really wants to do for the most part, the things that they feel like they have to do because you don't have a choice in it. It's just got to get done. It's never fun. And then, you know, you don't feel good about it. You lose your authenticity. Mm. It drains you of energy. Yeah. So I think that is, is such a key piece. And even something that you just said sparked something for me, which is like a huge thing that I tell my clients. This is why people's content falls flat is because like I was saying, what you were even pointing out there is they just focus on, I have to create content because that's what I know I should be doing. Like I know what to do to grow my business. So I'm just going to do these things in a really disconnected, really like almost, almost like a apathetic way right? Versus, and when you show up that way in your content, what ends up happening is that you censor, edit, and manipulate yourself most often. Like very rarely 
Are you truly authentic and in a, at a level where your clients actually see you and feel you and resonate with you and connect with you and feel compelled to take that next step with you? Right? You miss out on all of that when you're focused on creating content is just a to-do list or I need to get viral, right? It's a very content-focused state of mind instead of a client-focused state of mind as you're approaching your content. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a difference between focusing on the process and focusing on the results, right? Because mm -hmm. it's a totally different thing if you remind yourself, hey, there's somebody out there in my audience who's ready to change their life and I can help them do that versus, oh, I just got to make another stupid story on Instagram. Here we go again. That kind of thing. A hundred percent. So then usually what ends up happening is like you're either hiding, like you don't post that Instagram post because you're like, I fucking want to, right? And you're just like, I don't want to, but I know I have to. So it's like, oh, you just put whatever out there because Susie Q business coach told you that you have to post on your Instagram story. And then the other side is you either hide the value or you hustle the value. You get to the other extreme where it's like, you just are like, okay, if I want more money, I got to pump out more content, pump out more emails, pump out more webinars, pump out more podcast episodes, right? Like you either hide the value or you hustle the value. The in-between is just generating the value, not hustling with it, right? And getting like frantic chihuahua vibes and then not hiding it either where you're literally apathetic and don't even care. You're not even connected to your offer or your audience or even yourself really. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now I want to ask you this, Kat. Imagine that I'm a new coach and I haven't had any clients yet and I come to and I say, all right, I'm ready to get started. I know what my program is. I flesh it out a little bit and I'm ready to start getting clients. What, what is your game plan for that person? Okay. If someone is like not yet in paid coach territory and by coach, again, really, if you're a consultant, a healer, practitioner, or even a service-based entrepreneur, website designer, or copywriter, it doesn't matter. You guys have to take notes of this because literally every time I give someone this practice, they create clients from it paid. Like I've yet to be proven wrong. I've been doing this for six years. And this is just a, a special practice you want to be doing when you're just, when you're prepaid coach, like when you're prepaid coach, not a prepaid coach. <laughs> so what you want to be doing. And it's a little bit convoluted, but I'm going to try and distill it down quite simply. Like what I want you to be doing, I'm speaking to you as a listener right now. What I want you to be doing is on the front end of your business. And what I mean by that is what is publicly visible to the people in your audience, whatever that is, I want you to keep selling your offer, keep selling the next step and not just like the offer, but the next step. So consult call for most of you, it'll be that a lot of people aren't booking the level of clients they want to be simply because they're selling the final offer instead of the next step offer, which is just getting on the phone. <laughs> Sell that. But then on the back end, you're going to be doing something. You're going to be approaching this with a mindset. I have a new offer that I want to validate. You were one of the first people I thought of. And I'll tell you guys the actual strategy. Are you in or do you know somebody? I want you to go into your network, right? Past colleagues, past coworkers, people that know you and like you and trust you and have connection with you, but they're not so close to you that they can't wrap their brain around wait, you a coach or wait, you a website designer or whatever it is. Yeah. And then just DM them, literally tell them exactly what I just said. I just formulated this brand new offer. It's, and what you would do is offer it for 10 people, six weeks. Okay. And so I would say, Anna, I formulated this brand new offer. It's all about helping women lose the last 10 pounds. I know that when we work together, I know that was one of the biggest problems that you had. So you're literally one of the first people I thought of. I want to run 10 women through this before I bring it to market. Cause I want to tighten up any, everything. I want to work out any kinks that are there. And I would love to have you in. It's completely free. But if you're not in, if you know anyone that would love this and work on their weight loss goals over the next six weeks, starting date for this is June 15th, 2023, like whatever it is. Right. And I promise you guys, like you treated this as if this was a launch of a $5,000 offer that you want to get 10 clients in a $50,000 launch. If you treated it that seriously, you will create that level of results. And this will result 
for you guys and like hundreds of thousands of dollars of revenue in your business. So I want you to think about it just like on a probability level and truly cherry on top is that on a probability statistical level, some people will want to continue on. And that's when you offer the paid offer. But there's actually so many reasons you want to do this, even though the cherry on top thing is that you will create paid clients, which is exactly what I said. You actually are doing this to validate your offer. If you are not a paid coach or fill in the blank, your number one job is to validate your offer. That means 10 butts through the door. You want to be about the offer itself, the process, the messaging, what's landing with your clients, what's not landing with your clients, why your clients are getting results, why they're not getting results. So you can actually troubleshoot. So then when you actually do bring it to market, you are not just like on a belief level, my offer is the best, but you're like, no, my offer is the fucking best. Cause you ran 10 people through it and you worked out the cakes and you got results. Imagine how much more confident you're gonna be and also competent, right? So the cherry on top is that most likely there will be a percentage of people that will actually want to upgrade into a paid capacity with you. So I want you to imagine if you took this seriously within the next six to eight weeks, you could go from not only become a paid coach, but get fully booked in six weeks. Love it. Absolutely. That's an amazing game plan. So anybody out there who's looking for one, that's a great place to get started. Now let's assume I'm a little bit further along in the game. Mm -hmm. Let's say I've been coaching for a couple of years. I'm making that 10 grand a month pretty consistently, Mm. but I can't get past that level. What do you find is stopping most people from taking it to that next level? And what can they do to burst beyond it? For a lot of people, like at the 10 K per month level, and they're not going beyond one of the biggest things I see happen is first on a mindset level where it's called, they go into like under demand. And I see this a lot with my clients where they're, they are either absolutely blocked or they sold out their offer or they're approaching it. And so what ends up happening is they end up not just metaphorically, but literally they end up taking their foot off the gas because their brain starts being like, I'm approaching capacity or I'm at capacity. And what ends up happening is that they have investigated it. It's like their brain has this like unknown of some theoretical, like lack of capacity. So it's really about thinking if you're, if you feel like you've plateaued at the 10 K month level, my biggest 80% guess is that you're just not thinking long enough in your business. And that's why you keep cycling in a six week interval. I would just stay at 10K because you're literally just thinking in six weeks at a time or a couple months at a time. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, it's so easy for us to get hardwired into something. We get used to it and that's what our comfort Mm -hmm. zone is. And so it's really easy to get stuck in that as well. Okay. Awesome, Kat. Now, can you tell me what has been the most effective thing for you as you've worked to scale your business? The thing that came to me immediately and that's exactly why it's like the what's it called the slogan like what it says on the tin the tin which is like simplifying and mastering what actually creates clients that has been the biggest thing and what i want to say about that is like letting it be simple because our brains especially just because we're in today's day and age right we don't allow it to be as simple as it could be i don't know why we do that i don't know if it's but once you just let things be easy which is the work it's like really investigating if your brain tells you this list of all the things you need to do to create clients going one by one and like interrogating the lies from your brain it's that's the work right really questioning the the bottom line is if you don't bring money in the door you're not going to sustain yourself or your business and so the more time you spend on the bells and whistles and the less time you spend actually making money the more challenging your business career will be yeah like the shiny object syndrome urge like the urge to sell a life coaching offer then an urge to sell a weight loss like all the time my brain gives me urges guys like where maybe we should be a hypnotherapist again or maybe we should go back to copy you guys have to be 
powerful stewards of your brain. Your brain will urge you to get on TikTok now because everyone's going viral. Because every single time, you guys, that your brain has an urge to do some shiny object and off-road on what's working, every time you, you, every time you give into that urge, you are starting over again. That's why you plateau. Yeah, and so many people too, they, they're not willing to give it enough time for things to work or to yeah. see what things are and then they start tinkering and then they don't know what changed what. And, but yeah, we're entrepreneurs. We want to do everything. We want to hammer hand in everything. <laughs> right, we want it to be complicated. We literally make a mess working, of things. Yeah, and when it's not working, we're willing to try anything to make it work because it's our life and our livelihood and our passion. And it's hard to sit there and not get the results you want and be like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing or not change much. Right. One thing and hope, yeah, it's yeah. a challenge. Just being willing to sit down, slow down, calm down. Yeah, I, I know as, as I worked as a chef many years Ooh. and it's the kind of thing where, you know, you, you try to doctor something up because it's not quite right. And then you put in so many different things to try to make it quite right. Then it's not the same dish anymore and it tastes terrible. And alrighty. Now I want to ask you a little bit about the financials as it relates to your business. Picture a garden hose. And as we know, water flows through a hose. That's like the money that comes into your business. Mm -hmm. And a hose can curl over itself and get kinked, and then the flow of that water shuts off. If there's one kink in the hose of your business right now, which is stopping more cash from flowing into it, what is that kink? Okay, I love this question. This is so good. You're right, this is a good question. So we actually spotted the kink probably midway point of 2022. And for us, we knew like our organic is like rocking and rolling. Everything is super validated functioning extremely well from start to finish organically. But I knew that the kink for me was like, let's get the paid ads engine going because I knew that I needed my business to be more like more machiney, right? I'm evaluating, I'm deciding what I'm gonna do differently. I'm making those tweaks and then I'm implementing very quick turnaround times, right? Yeah. Yep, absolutely. What's your definition of figuring it out, guys? <laughs> but I, I say this because, yeah, like we were failing for months, guys, like spending a lot of money, not seeing a quote unquote return on investment. We were learning and gathering data for weeks, for months, and we still haven't broke even. And it's been almost, I don't know, five months or four months, right? And this is normal. And this is also true in our businesses as well. Right. It is. So many people are definitely sold the idea that there's because there's so much glamour and yeah. so many benefits to working for yourself, being an entrepreneur, being able to have your own schedule, traveling when you want, whatever it may be for you, that it's easy to focus on that. And then we see everybody online and they're saying, oh, I'm making six figures. Oh, I did this month. And you just hear those two messages and you don't hear the, oh, I went eight months when I started without a single client. And, oh, I was crying five times and almost quit 82 times and this happened and that happened because people don't really want to share that. Yeah. I have podcast episodes on like how I have failed to sell out my launch, my group program, multiple t launches in a row. I'm so committed and I'm figuring it out actively in the middle of figuring it out. It's part of the it's working process. The failing is part of the quote unquote it's working process. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I, yeah. I love that. It's so it's so important and a lesson that if you stay in the entrepreneurial game long enough, you will learn because mm -hmm. you go through failures and you think, oh, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. And then you pull yourself up and you learn from that. And then the next time that thing comes up, you're totally prepared and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I went through that. Hmm. In business, you have seasonality and you have different things. The economy does what it's doing right now. And that affects yeah. people's willingness to spend and demand. And yeah, it's, there, there is no consistency. And it's one of the most challenging things. And one of the places where entrepreneurs get in a lot of trouble financially with their business 
because they don't prepare for those lean months. Exactly. And they have to shut down because they don't have enough operating capital to keep going. So like a huge important thing is if you're working with a business coach, you want to make sure that you're having conversations around money stewardship. You're, you need to know as the business owner, what's happening with your money, what percentage of the money should be reinvested, what percentage of the money should be owners pay, what percentage of the money should go towards taxes, what which is not your money, what percentage of the money, right? All the things. Yeah, it's so important to have that plan because if you don't have the clarity about where it's going, it's just going to be the thing where you pay all your bills, you go live your life, and then at the end of the month, you're going to be like, oh, I didn't save any money. I'm not planning for the future. I maybe didn't even reinvest in my business this month. So it's so, so important to have that clarity and that plan. Can you tell us, Kat, what that looks like for you? Like when money comes into your business and you've paid yourself, how do you then disperse it and how do you choose what to do with it? Money comes in and then some goes to owner's pay and then some goes to taxes. And then with the chunk that's left, how I do it is I have a whole operating expenses account. So like business operating account. So in the business operating account is where everything else goes. So there's owner's pay and taxes and then everything else goes to the business operating expenses account. And in that is where I use all the money for, for example, like my coaching investments that I do, like with the coaches I hire, that sort of thing, paying my team, my contractors, and then also expenses like paid ads. So because I have such a juicy operating expenses account, it's I'm in a really great place where I can throw a lot of money at ads and not feel so, oh my God, this is like all of my money. And so I'm all about that with my clients. So important. Now yeah. you mentioned that you put money into coaching for yourself and you're investing back into the business, paid ads, that sort of thing. Are you investing in any assets or doing any sort of speculation as well? Or what does that look like for you? Yeah. So we buy a lot of land and we buy properties. So a lot of our money, we have a lot of land around Mexico, a couple properties around Mexico. And then my partner, he does way more in the markets than I do, but I have a little bit in the markets. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. It's been such a blast. Kat, for anybody who wants to learn more about you and what you're up to, where's the best place for them to go for that? Okay. So I have my two best places. Like obviously I'm on social media and that's fine. You can find me on Instagram, which is at Catarapis. But if you want like really juicy, like going into like my deepest content, hundred percent, check out my podcast, Simplify to Scale. It's on Apple and Spotify and then get my course, my free course. Awesome. Amazing. Now, Kat, before I let you go, any final parting words or piece of advice for the other entrepreneurs out there? The final piece of advice that I want to give you, especially because this podcast is really about like freedom. And what I want to offer is, and this is the backwards thinking that I had in the beginning of my business. And I think it's super common where it's once I reach a certain place in my business, then I will earn or have deserved to fully love and live my life. The time I want to take, work the hours that I want to work and not feel guilty about Monday in the middle of the day, going to the spa without your brain being like, I should be working right now. What I want to say is that's not just something that's earned at the end of a result. What I want to say is actually it's required to create the result that you want. Really loving and living your life is actually a requirement of creating the result that you want. Okay. This is something that you might not believe me at first, but I want you to prove me wrong on it. I want you to live your life fully right now and then prove me wrong and just watch. Yeah, You're going to make more money. I promise you. And at the end of the day, as passionate as we are about our businesses, it's not the most important thing in the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I know personally, I remember being younger in my first business and thinking, I've got to grow this. This is my chance to take care of my family and set everybody up for the future. And so I'm going to put all of my time and energy into it. And now I don't have that business anymore. But my son, who I didn't spend as much time with as I could have when he was growing up, I still have. So just remember, too, as you're making the decisions about where you place your time, what's really important to you. Which is also very similar to like where you'll place your money. 
right? Yeah. So good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Kat, it's been a total blast. I really appreciate you coming on. I know you shared a ton of value for everybody and I just had so much fun. So thanks for taking the time out of your day. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And to everybody out there, if you had a ton of fun as well listening, really appreciate you tuning in. Please subscribe if you haven't yet. I'm going to ask every single time. So the sooner everybody does that, the sooner I can stop asking. And then leave a five-star review too. That helps us out a ton. Get the word out to more entrepreneurs. And then finally, if you're an amazing entrepreneur like our guest, Kat, and you want to come on and chat with us, we would love to talk to you for that. You can go to pyfpodcast.com and we would love to have you on as well. Until next time. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.